Hey there, all you rhythm keepers and music makers. It's your bass maestro, Horace Morris, here to bring you the vibrant tunes from the heart of the Merkel Treehouse on this splendid Sunday, November 19th, 2023. Today's vibe is all about recognizing the unique symphony within each of us. Life's rhythms vary, don't they? They're like a complex composition, full of variations, crescendos, and melodies unique to every soul. Embrace those tunes, for they're what make your personal groove so extraordinary. So, my dear friends, let's take a moment to appreciate the intricate harmonies of our individual lives. We're not just navigating through the rhythm of the everyday. We're creating a symphony of experiences that define who we are. As we immerse ourselves in this beautiful journey, let's welcome the luminary who orchestrates the harmony in our tunes, that groovy chick who keeps the vibe alive, the guardian of soundness, the incredible, the remarkable, Ms. Audrey Merkel. Thank you, Horace, and welcome back, dear friends. Interesting times in AI world, Sam Altman, the mind behind retina-scanning shitcoin Worldcoin, has been abruptly ousted as CEO of OpenAI, yet whispers over the weekend hint of mass resignations amongst the staff and has spurred negotiations between Sam Altman and the board of a possible return. Reports claim Ilya Sudskever, the co-founder and research lead at OpenAI, played a key role in Altman's departure. This upheaval hints at an internal power play, suggesting friction between research and product spheres within the company. Today, Argentinians return to the polls in a crucial final vote for their presidential elections. It's a neck-and-neck -neck race between Javier Millet, the libertarian sensation, and Sergio Massa, the leftist Peronist candidate. Our correspondent Sarah Nichols joins us live from the heart of the action. Sarah, what's the latest on the ground? So let me spill the tea on the thrilling Malay campaign in Argentina. It's been an absolute blast, let me tell you. The vibes, electrifying, powerful, sexy, and oozing glam like nobody's business. And the cherry on top, his supporters are a whole vibe. We're talking wild, rowdy, and downright extravagant. Picture this, supporters turning up as Batman and the Joker. Talk about a dynamic duo making a political statement. Someone strutting around in a full-body lion costume, owning the streets like it's a fashion runway. But wait for it, there's a real head-turner. A dude with head and arms replaced by chainsaws. Now that's commitment to a cause, making the Millet campaign one heck of a show. Today's the day down in Argentina, a showdown between two contrasting visions, a battle of ideologies that's got the whole country buzzing. On one side, we've got the bold and freedom-fueled Javier Millet, strutting his stuff like the poster boy for liberty, challenging the corrupt status quo. And on the flip side, we've got Sergio Massa, representing the more entrenched conventional world of politics, the scourge of beautiful Argentina. The handsome and enigmatic Javier Millet may be the flashiest candidate and the smoothest talker, but he has so much more to offer the inflation-riddled nation of Argentina. This decision's got some serious weight. We're talking about steering Argentina's ship into the future for the long haul. Millet is all about that freedom vibe, promising a fresh narrative for the nation. Then there's Massa, holding that leftist Peronist flag, deeply entrenched in the political game. The choice today? It's not a one-and-done deal, it's planting seeds for what's to come. Argentina's trajectory ahead? It's being inked in the ballots right at this moment. So, buckle up, Argentina. Your decision today isn't just a momentary blip, it's the very beginning of a long journey. 
It's setting the tone for the road ahead. The power's in your hands as you cast those votes, shaping the destiny of your country. I pray you make the right choice. Dear God, your girl Sarah Nichols here. I never ask you for anything, God, but please let that gorgeous hunk Javier Malay win. If you find it in your infinite wisdom to do so, then I promise to go to church every Sunday for the rest of my life. Amen. Thank you, Sarah. Across Latin America, we've witnessed a noticeable surge in libertarian ideals lately. What's driving this shift? To delve deeper into this phenomenon, we have the perspective of Morton Anger, a respected journalist and presidential candidate standing by at the news desk. Morton, what insights can you share with us? Fellow Americans, let's talk about a spark that's ignited a blazing fire across Latin America, the rise of libertarianism. While the world is busy debating national populism in the West, a different narrative is unfolding in our Southern neighbors, echoing the fervor for liberty and individual rights. Take Argentina, for instance, where the self-proclaimed anarcho-capitalist Javier Millet shook the very foundation of politics. His resounding victory in Argentina's August presidential primaries and subsequent rounds of elections turned heads. It's a testament to the growing influence of libertarianism when faced against traditional political stances. Malay's clash with economy minister Sergio Massa in today's runoff signifies a watershed moment in Argentine politics. Meanwhile, in Venezuela, the trailblazing Maria Corina Machado and her libertarian party challenged the established opposition in primary elections setting the stage for a paradigm shift. Machado's advocacy for oil industry privatization and celebration of libertarian stalwart Milton Friedman reflects a progressive vision, diverging from the conventional socialist or Keynesian norms. But the movement doesn't end there. Uruguay and Ecuador, too, have embraced this ideological wave, paving the way for political transformation. In these regions, Libertarian ideals inspired by Millet and others are taking root, advocating for individual rights and transcending the obsolete left versus right discourse. What's fueling this movement? It's not just the socio-economic landscape. It's a growing network of libertarian thinkers, activists, and influencers. Latin America's history of economic models, from import substitution industrialization to the turmoil of the lost decade, created fertile ground for change. The region's socioeconomic disparities acted as catalysts, fostering cycles of socialist governance that inevitably led to disillusionment. As socialism encountered challenges, libertarian ideals began to flourish. Figures like Chavez in Venezuela and other socialist leaders found temporary success, yet their governance failed to address the region's deep-rooted inequality. This provided the perfect backdrop for libertarian voices to resonate a response to calls for radical privatization and economic restructuring. What's truly remarkable is how individuals like Malay have managed to capture the zeitgeist, emerging as beacons of change. Dissatisfied with the status quo, they found resonance through social media and emerged as influential figures. The emergence of platforms like the Atlas Network, promoting libertarianism across civil society organizations, is a testament to the global reach of this movement. Notable alliances and partnerships with libertarian think tanks in Argentina and Venezuela signify a concerted effort to champion individual liberties and free market ideologies. 
The rise of Ayn Rand's philosophies as a guiding light among Latin America's activists exemplifies this movement's cultural influence. Rand's ideas, coupled with the determination of activists like Franklin Camargo and Daniel DiMartino, reflect the growing sentiment against socialist regimes and authoritarianism. The seismic shift toward libertarianism is not just a regional phenomenon, it's a call for individual freedom, a call that echoes across borders. The Latin American journey toward embracing libertarian ideals stands as a testament to the growing global chorus demanding liberty and rights for all. As we witness this profound change, it's a reminder that the pursuit of liberty is a universal aspiration. It's a call to cherish and protect individual rights, for they are the bedrock of a truly free society. Let us stand together, united in the pursuit of liberty, guided by the beacon of individual rights. I'm Morton Anger and I'm asking for your vote. If you elect me as President of the United States, Latin America won't be left alone to fend off authoritarianism. Through peace and diplomacy, America America will join the fight against pervasive political leftism. Visit isupportmort.com for details. Thank you, Morton. Now we're thrilled to welcome Sammy Nash to the studio. Sammy pulled off the interview of a lifetime, securing an exclusive conversation with the convicted crypto fraudster, Sam Bankman-Fried. How did the interview unfold, Sammy? Well, Audrey, I found SBF to be quite candid, sometimes in a TMI kind of way. But overall, he is a meek individual who seems resigned to his fate. I've been dying to hear this thing. Satoshi, the robot assistant, could you play the tape? You got it, boss. Sam Bankman-Fried, thank you for sitting down with us today. Well, I feel like I feel like I need to give back. I'm an effective altruist, you know, so ask me anything you like. Well, first off, I wanted to ask about your hair. Up until your trial, that head of hair was all over the place. I mean, it was wild. Like Sideshow Bob on The Simpsons. You know who I'm talking about? Really, my, uh, my unruly and frizzy hair look was branding, like always wearing shorts with a backpack, but the hair gave me power and confidence. It also proved to be a symbol of my hubris and my eventual downfall. You seem very self-reflective. Yes, it's because I take tons of Adderall. Let's shift gears. You are a proponent of effective altruism. Would you say that the implosion of FTX was altruism of the ineffective kind? I f***ed up. I'm really uh, sorry it happened. Sometimes you take risks for the greater good, and suddenly you've stolen $8 billion from your customers. You know, it happens. Speaking of risks, it is said that you would be happy to flip a coin that if it landed on tails, the world would be destroyed. As long as if it came up heads, the world would be more than twice as good. Do you think you have a gambling addiction? It's called being risk neutral. If it wasn't for the Adderall, I couldn't focus on being risk neutral. That's a good one. I should tell my wife that I went to Vegas because I'm risk neutral. Just kidding. My wife doesn't even talk to me. In fact, she's imaginary. I've been trying to simulate her using OpenAI, but the gatekeeping over there only lets me create a puritanical and chaste AI wife like June Cleaver. Still not getting lucky, you know what I mean? Hey, speaking of OpenAI, what do you think of Sam Altman getting fired as CEO? I guess he's going to just work on his retinal scanning shitcoin now. You know, WorldCoin doesn't work. I tried it and it failed to scan my retina. My eyes were completely dilated because I was taking Adderall to remain risk neutral. Okay, I've got time for one more question. And I have to apologize in advance, but I promised my listeners they could ask some questions and this was the only one that was submitted. You don't have to answer it if you don't want to. No, it's okay. I said you could ask me anything. Okay, well, this isn't my question. It is Grant King of Dumps who submits this question by way of Noster. 
so I'm sorry. Here goes. What was Caroline Ellison like in bed? Wild tigress or cuddle bunny? Remember, you don't have to answer. Uh, um, no, it's all right. I'd say Caroline in bed was like, uh, mm, like a Venusaur or any other fully evolved grass Pokemon. Sounds hot. Thank you, Sam, for spending a few moments with us. Absolutely. I just really want my side of this uh, to get out. I mean, it was a total accident that I stole $8 billion of my customers' money, and I'm sorry. This is Sammy on Sam from the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn, signing off and reminding you to keep on stacking that sweet, sweet corn. Good job, Sammy. Another feather in your cap, my friend. And now, before we wrap up today's show, we have Lieutenant Colonel Nathaniel P. Steele returning to share some thoughts on his upcoming big day. Lieutenant Colonel, what's occupying your thoughts? Greetings, citizens of Earth. Lieutenant Colonel Nathaniel P. Steele here from the U.S. Space Force with a critical update. We're just one week away from a monumental event that marks a new era in interstellar justice. In a mere seven days, on Sunday, November 26th, we'll be hosting the dedication ceremony for our orbital penal satellite. I'll be embarking on a spacecraft journey to join the ceremonies live on location at the satellite. It's imperative that you mark your calendars and tune into the Merkel Treehouse for this historic occasion. Witness the unveiling of this pinnacle of security, a testament to our unwavering commitment to uphold justice across the cosmos. Join me next Sunday, the 26th of November, and be a part of this transformative moment in the fight for intergalactic order. Lieutenant Colonel Nathaniel P. Steele, signing off. Thank you, Lieutenant Colonel. This will be a monumental event for us here at the Merkel Treehouse. We're all looking forward to it. Lieutenant Colonel, is there anything you need help with for the dedication ceremony? I would do anything to go to space. Well, Satoshi the robot assistant, let's see. I'm a little short on prostitutes for the visiting dignitaries. Nah, you couldn't pull that off. I'd give it a shot. I've never been to space before. I know. I haven't found a piano player for the ceremony. This is going to be a classy event. Do you know how to play piano? Hold on a sec. I do now. That settles it. You will come to space with me for the dedication ceremony. Sensational. Before we wrap up, there's something important I'd like to share. Life is indeed long, yet it can also be fleeting. We advocate for a low-time preference lifestyle, valuing each moment. But remember, life is delicate, and we dangle on the edge of this existence. Cherish the ones you hold dear, express your love, and hold them close. Kev, our thoughts are with you at the Merkel Treehouse. Get well soon, and we look forward to your return. And with that, episode 77 of the Merkel Treehouse comes to a close. Join us every Wednesday and Sunday for the absolute best in Bitcoin mindshare. In the meantime, keep your money hard, your heart soft, and have a little fun sometimes. Put a pretty pink bow on this one, fellas. Hi there, it's me, Mr. Producer. Next Sunday on the Merkle Treehouse, someone will die. Please share our content. Thank you for listening. <laughs>